What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and today we're moving forward with Tom Schwab, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Interview Valet, and author of Podcast Guest Profits Grow Your Business. How are you today, Tom? John, I am doing fantastic. Thank you. Oh, it's great to have you on the show. Love your energy, and I'm excited for you to share a little bit of your journey with our listeners. So tell us a little bit about yourself and share a little bit of that journey with our listeners. Sure. I'm I'm calling here from Kalamazoo, Michigan, which I guess proves that you can do podcast interviews from any place. Yeah. Uh, my, I was uh, looking at uh, at your background, and I'd have to say mine was is interesting in a in a similar way, just from the standpoint of you know my first job out of nu- or out of uh, college was running nuclear power plants oh, and wow. uh, in the Navy. And, you know, it taught me how to think and how mm-hmm. to build systems. And uh, it was just very interesting. And I've always taken that with me. And I went into the corporate life, then built my own business and uh, built it from a regional player to a national leader, really with inbound marketing, you know, using yeah. content to attract and get age delight customers. And one of the things that we discovered about three years ago in working with other clients is that, you know, blogs just don't work the same way. Mm. You know, they're just, they're not nearly as, as magical as they were, say, a decade ago. Right. So we went and said, well, could we use the same principles and use it on podcasts, you know, instead of guest blogging and, you know, putting it on the Huffington Post or something, could we be a guest interview on a podcast that our customers are already listening to. And John, we were just amazed by the results with that, the conversion rates and everything. And like I said, I'm an engineer, so I always want to test things to prove that, you know, it really doesn't work this way. And over the last three years, we've really tested it, validated it, optimized it, and really have, you know, what we call a podcast interview marketing system uh, that really people can use to turn listeners into leads. Oh, I absolutely love it. Well, t- Tom, share a little bit with our listeners. I mean, what was the transition from becoming a, a nuclear engineer to entrepreneurship like for you? Well, to me, I always say that in my heart, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, mm. you know, uh, when I was in high school working, but, uh, growing up in the Midwest, you know, I, my world was small. Yeah. And so from that standpoint, uh, one of the things that I was always taught was, you know, get, get a solid and stable job. Right. And so from right. that standpoint, you know, go to the Naval Academy and, you know, spend 20 years in the Navy. And I loved the Navy, but, um, I'm at an age where peace broke out, uh, mm. while I was in the Navy, you know, back in 1992 when the evil empire did dissolved. And all of a sudden, uh, it's almost like it is now where by no fault of their own, a lot of great people are getting, you know, uh, that their careers are cut short. Mm -hmm. So from there, I I went to uh, corporate America. Um, Same thing, you know, built it up, had a distributorship. And uh, from that standpoint, uh, it was a company store and the company wanted to buy it back to cut out the middleman, which always sounds good, John, until you look in the mirror and you realize, hey, I'm the middleman. Right, right, absolutely. Oh, so gosh. with that, you know, I, I that sort of forced me into the entrepreneurship, and my biggest regret is that I didn't do it uh, decades earlier. <laughs> you know, learned learned so much. I I would say that you know my first couple of years in business, I learned more than I did. Uh, through nuclear power school. Interesting. Oh, wow. And Tom, that actually leads me into my next question perfectly. So as you know, part of the career and especially the entrepreneurship journey, 
you can face setbacks, you will face failures. I'll use the F word failure. And I was wondering if you could share with our listeners, was there a time where you had a setback or failure, especially as you were making that transition into entrepreneurship? Um, yeah, and I, I, I always... I always try to not to look at them as failures right. because failures is when it's going to stop you. Mm. Um, it, it's a lesson if you keep going. Yeah. And one of my mentors very early on pointed out to me, he says, when you hit a roadblock, thank God that you hit it when you did. Ah, right. Because yeah. if, if you're just starting and crawling out. So uh, now I can remember when I first started out uh, my business, you know, I didn't understand the importance of cash flow. I had worked for a big company. You know, there's always cash flow there. And it wasn't until working for myself that, you know, it was always, you know, it it came to the point where there was like high accounts receivable. And all of a sudden I looked at it and thought there's not enough money to make payroll Mm. this week. But luckily, it was very, very early in the business, and I hit that speed bump when I was crawling because yeah. if, if it would have been two years later when I was running and I hadn't learned that lesson, it would have been fatal. Yeah. So from that standpoint, could you say, was that a, a, a failure where you know that almost you know blew up everything? Yeah, uh, I learned from it. It wasn't fatal. Um, I would say all of us, you know, uh, if you're still listening to this, you haven't had a fatal mistake yet. Yeah, absolutely. And I absolutely love that. And share with our listeners, because I think you've hit upon something really important, is reframing the way we look at the F word failure. And I like how you have looked at it as lessons. And, you know, the timing, timing is everything. I mean, uh, and, you know, thank God when you do face that setback at the time that you do. I mean, what was that like? I mean, did you always have that mindset or is that something that uh, took a long time for you to develop? You know, I think it comes from a lot of great mentors, a lot of great bosses, and some people being very um, transparent and vulnerable with me. Mm -hmm. From the standpoint, I can remember in the Navy, and uh, one of the uh, uh, skippers that I had uh, pointed out to me that we're all making it up as we go. Yeah. Right. So when you're a, a parent for the first time, there's nobody that gave you an instruction <laughs> manual. You look at your parents and they're like, they had everything together. I know nothing. Yeah. You know, the same the same way when you get out of college, your first job, you know, uh, when you're a lawyer, you know, you, you pass the bar, but you get there and you've never done this before. Oh, yeah, so so we're all yeah, we're all making this up as we go. Yeah. And what's what's great is that there's always people ahead of us. Right. Yeah. You should always have a mentor and be a mentor. And especially today with this interconnection, you know, if, if you're isolated or ignorant um, in the Internet age, it's by choice. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the beauties of doing a forum like podcasting is that it gives you that ability to make so many incredible connections. I mean, that's how you and I got connected, Tom. And it's just, I want to share that with moving forward listeners. I love the way Tom has reframed failure as a lesson and look at it in terms of the perspective of what you can learn and grow. And also the other big takeaway, Tom, is have a mentor. I mean, so share with our listeners, uh, you know, what was your early experiences like working with mentors? How do you seek out mentors? You know, it's it's one of those things that if you look for them, you'll find them. Um, And sometimes, you know, you've got to give a lot in order to to get a lot. You know, I could say my early mentors uh, were, you know, guys that I worked for in in high school Mm -hmm. and just worked above and beyond at whatever job I was doing. And and they helped me. They gave me lessons. Uh, You know, one of the things I've always thought is that, you know, when you hire a man or woman, it's just a but when you hire a, a, a human, um, you hire them for, for their mind. Yeah. Uh, if you're hiring just somebody for the back, that's called a mule. Yeah, so I right, always try to, right. to do more and more for that. And then the other thing is being open to ask. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the worst thing that you can do in your career is 
um, or in your life is pretend like you're perfect, yeah. that you know it all because uh, it, it'll ruin people's trust in you. And people will start laughing at you. Yeah. But if you're if you're inquisitive and ask questions, boy, people want to help you. Absolutely. I, two things. I mean, again, two incredible knowledge bursts on mentors. That moving forward, listeners, I hope you are gathering this and you are embracing from Tom's story. Is that I, I love that. I mean, if you're looking for a mentor, they will present themselves, but present value. I think that's so important. You know, present value. And I think a lot of people who are seeking mentors don't realize that they have value to give. So I absolutely love that you're emphasizing that. But more importantly, or equally important, be open to the ask. Ask questions, I think, really, really critical. It's so important to have that transparency with your mentors, your mentees. And I absolutely love that you're sharing that on today's episode of Moving Forward, Tom. Well, and the, the thing is, is that what's ordinary to you is amazing to other people. Yeah. And we've always got to, got to remember that, that you've got something that could help someone's life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Tom, that actually leads me perfectly into my next question. So was there a moment in your journey, because you've done so many interesting things, and and like me, you, you, you've been in many different spaces in your career. Was there a particular time or moment when the light bulb just kind of went off or it just kind of all clicked or aligned for you? I would have to say at this point where I'm in my life right now mm-hmm. is the first time I feel like everything has come together. Oh, that's great. You know, that it's like, okay, that's why, you know, I, I've got my engineering background so I can think like that. Yeah. That's why I did, you know, my uh, my operations stint at a Fortune 500 company. That's um, that's why, um, you know, I, I learned the lessons in sales and marketing and in, inbound marketing um, that now it's all coming together. And I'm always excited about that, that I, I think that every new decade, we should be doubling what we're doing. Right. Yeah. So, because we've got all that experience and there's sometimes where the light bulb goes on and you just like, this is not for me. Mm, yes. You know, uh, for me, that was corporate America. I said yeah. that, you know, I will never again work in a company with an HR department or a legal department. <laughs> and I think it's important to know that about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, and did you feel like before, Tom, I mean, I know for myself. I always felt like I had career wanderlust and I felt like, well, I've done like so many different things and I just don't see the connective thread. But I'm just recently now beginning to see, okay, that's how that comes into play. This is this is the the theme that's been throughout my entire life. And that's how all of these seemingly disparate pieces now connect. And I think some of that comes with with age and experience, you know, as you're going along the trail, you can't, you can't see the overall view. You've got to have a a certain amount of time before you can look back and say, okay, this is where it is. And I think uh, sometimes people get frustrated because they're like, well, uh, you know, they're an overnight success. They've got it all. Well, you didn't see the, you know, the seven years of working like a dog in order for them to be the overnight success. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so important moving forward listeners. I mean, all the experiences that you have in your life, you will start to see the connection. I think Tom's story beautifully illustrates that. So Tom, thank you so much for sharing that. My pleasure. Well, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? I am. All right. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. This is where our guests share three game-changing resources and tips that can help our listeners move forward. So I'm excited to ask you, as someone who has done so many different things, can you recommend, do you have a particular source? And it could be a media source, a book, movie, song, or a cultural experience. We've had guests share cultural experiences that has inspired you to keep moving forward. 
uh, to me, it's masterminds. Ah. If you are not in a mastermind, get in one. Yeah. Um, I can point to all the, the great ideas I've had, the encouragement, all the rest of that. Uh, is being a part of a mastermind. And uh, to me, that, that's been my biggest game changer throughout my life. For our listeners who may not be familiar, I mean, define what, how would you define mastermind? Sure. It's getting around. I don't always want to say like-minded people mm-hmm. because you know um, you can go to a bar and uh, and find like-minded people. Right. But the people that are aspiring to the same things that you are, yeah. and that could be you know um, a, a, a work session, a group, uh, people in your neighborhood, whatever it is. But you know, I think it's so true that you're the average of the people that you spend the most time with. Absolutely. Uh, the five people. So, you know, guess what? If, if your five biggest friends are going through a divorce, there's a good chance that you could be too. Mm. Uh, but if you're around, you know, healthy couples, that's going to be good for you in the same way. You know, if, if the five people at work you're spending the most time with um, aren't getting promoted and they're only complaining, guess what? You'll probably be like that too. So really, it's, it's, it's surrounding yourself intentionally uh, with those people and, and uh, getting together with them routinely. And once again, now with technology and stuff like that, you can connect with them so much easier. Uh, one of the masterminds I'm in, I love it because there's people throughout the world. And I tell you what, somebody in uh, Dubai, United Emir- Arab Emirates sees the world a whole lot differently than oh, they sure. do Kalamazoo. Yeah. And it, it just, uh, it's such a game changer. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And we've had other guests share that. I think really important moving forward listeners, think about joining a mastermind. And I love that. You know, that piece where it, it does have an influence on the way you look at the world, the way you look at your career. And I think it's really important to have that positive influence in that environment. Well, Tom, recommend if you have one. Do you have a favorite app, website, or productivity practice that has been a real game changer for you? Oh, for me, by far, it's Rev.com. Ah. And if you don't know what it is, it's it's a transcription service. Yeah. They transcribe yeah. for a dollar a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always scary at the end of the year uh, when my accountant tells me how many minutes I actually transcribed. <laughs> well, I'm an engineer at heart. Yeah. So um, I always say English is my second language. I'm not sure what my first is. <laughs> but I can talk. I can dictate really well and then uh, have it transcribed and somebody else on my team cleans it up makes me sound educated and gets those blogs up or the posts up, whatever it is to me, um, uh, it's a game changer. Yeah, that's awesome. And Tom, I'm excited to ask you, I mean, with everything that you do, especially as an entrepreneur, how do you recharge your batteries or reboot when you just feel like you're hitting a wall or roadblock? To me, it's connecting with other people, Mm. right? So, um, be it through podcasting, listening to them, reaching out to people, uh, because when we're we're just sitting there by ourselves, it seems um, huge. But if you put it in context with other people and they'll say, oh, yeah, I've done that. Have you tried this? Uh, it puts it in perspective. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Tom, are you ready to do a little time travel? I am. As an engineer, I hope you can appreciate this. We're (laughs) going to build a time machine right now. We're going to step into it. 
And let's go back a couple of years. Pick a time in your life where you may have been kind of struggling, maybe in your career or in the direction of your business. What is one piece of advice that you'd like to share with your past self that you wish you had known then? Oh, it would have to be the worst business advice I ever got. Oh, and really? I, actually, I, I actually thought it was true for a while. Okay. And it, it came from my grandfather. And it was the only wrong thing that old Irishman ever oh, told me. Interesting. He told me, choose carefully who you drink with because you can't choose who you work with. <laughs> interesting. Now, for him, it was it, – it was the truth, right? Because he was a mechanic in a mm-hmm. small town. If you had a car and pulled up, you were his customer. But I used to think that that was the same for me. But the truth is, is that in this digital age, you get to choose who your customers are. Yeah. You know, we've got access to a billion people. You don't need all billion. You know, you don't even need a million. Find those people that you're our ideal customers that you would be thrilled to work with, and they would be thrilled by you. And you'll find that. It's a lot more fun. It's a lot more profitable. <laughs> and it's sometimes hard to call it work. Yeah, absolutely. Now, here's the flip side, Tom. How does past Tom react to that to that advice? Uh, past, past Tom um, was not always the smartest person. Even now, <laughs> I'll say that, um, you know, keep repeating the right answer. Uh, and that's one of the things that uh, with my customers, I always go out to them yeah. and keep asking for feedback. Because if I hear the right answer enough times, I'll understand it. You know, I'll recognize the right answer when told and start implementing it. Yeah. So we so we got to stay there for a little bit and just keep repeating it to past time. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Tom, thank you so much. How can our listeners connect with you and learn about all of the amazing work that you're doing? Oh, John, I, I enjoyed this. And, you know, if, if you were interested in getting in touch with me, I know you're listening to a podcast. You don't have something to write down with. Just go to interviewvalet.com forward slash moving forward. And I'll have, you know, everything that we talked about, all my uh, contact information will be there and there'll even be some resources. uh, If you'd ever like to be on a podcast, there's a a checklist there uh, that I use for all my interviews. There's the uh, nine tips to getting on your first podcast interview. And there's even uh, a link to the book that I wrote there called podcast guest profits. Fantastic. And moving forward, listeners head on over there. We'll also link it in our write up as well, Tom. That's awesome. Well, I'd love to have you close out the show. So using no more than three or four words, what parting wisdom would you like to pass on to moving forward listeners? Share your brilliance. Ah, love it. Share your brilliance, moving forward listeners. You've heard so much brilliance today from Tom. He has shared that with you. You have brilliance and you share it with others. Join a mastermind, build up your network with this age that we're living in, you can do that across the globe. Tom, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your super, super busy schedule to join us today to inspire our listeners to move forward. Thank you, John. And moving forward, listeners, remember, you can find all of these knowledge bursts at bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.